Welcome to Here We Are, the podcast where we are co-learners on a journey to uncover stories, concepts, and themes of what makes us human. I've been going back and forth about what season two is going to look like. And the beauty of creativity is that experimentation is welcome and encouraged. And it just so happens that today's episode is part of an interview I did recently with my new friends, Taylor and Kevin. We talked through so many topics and had such a fun time chatting with each other. You're about to hear a chunk of our interview all about creativity and imagination. A huge part of my starting this podcast was proving to myself that my creativity had returned. For several years, I noticed that abilities that I had were gone, like the ability to improv a story, to think outside the box. And as the pandemic became a reality, so too did the need to confront some past experiences. The more I was able to lean into that work, the more brightness I saw, and the more I realized my creative spark was returning. That got me thinking, is creativity something everyone has? I felt like I lost it, so is it something you learn? Something you earn? I was so thrilled when the opportunity came up to interview Taylor and Kevin. Both of them identify as creatives and are all around fantastic humans. Enjoy the roller coaster of our discussion. Tell me about your relationship with creativity. Has it always been there? I just recently came to the realization that creativity is a muscle. I was on a shoot a couple weeks ago, and it was a really dope shoot with this poet, and she was doing spoken word, and she had a clothing line at the same time, and so it was a double endorsement type thing. And I was there, and I was just like making decisions so slowly. It seemed like I was almost like outside looking in, and like, why can't I create quick enough? Like, why why are my decisions super slow? And then when I thought about it, I was like, you haven't done a creative shoot like this in a very long time, COVID, all this stuff. And yeah, it's a muscle. You don't just stop lifting weights and then you're back to lifting exactly what you were. I mean, most people, if you are at lifting 200 pounds and you stop going to the gym for six to nine months, you might have to go down a little bit and then work your way back up. And so I think in my head, I'm like, I'm creative. So I'm just always creative. But there is a level of intentionality to steward your creativity and to constantly activate those muscles and make sure that you're staying in tip-top shape <laughs> creatively. I think I've always identified as someone who was creative. I think like in the last five years, creativity has become like a big thing, a bigger thing, at least in my head, where it's more of like an identity. I don't think I ever thought about it when I was younger. I'm a creative. It became a thing. I've always considered myself as someone that was artsy or had the ability to draw when I was younger, all of those things, and just kept doing whatever I enjoyed doing at the time. And so it's always changed from photography, drawing, video, podcasting now. So whatever it was, I've just always taken my creativity there. I think my relation with creativity is interesting in the sense that growing up, I saw creativity fundamentally as starting with drawing. And if you could draw <laughs> and or you did arts and crafts and things like that, you were creative. I cannot draw. 
And so I did not think I was creative. And even growing up, had some experiences to where like I was in an art class in high school and, and the professor told my parents, don't buy her art supplies. Like she can't do it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> and it was a joke at the time, but it was just like, I was gifted in a lot of different areas. I was a dancer, but somehow because I couldn't draw, I wasn't creative. It was only within the last, I would say three to four years that I even really started identifying and saying, not only am I creative, but I'm a creative, like you said. I think with the rise of Instagram and all of everybody psychoanalyzing things and et cetera, like you have all these memes. Like, if you're a creative, these are the things you think. And I started, it was like, oh, I really am a creative. This is actually how I process the world. I changed my Instagram handle. It's creativity. My name is Taylor. Creativity. Creativity. Get it? So that's creative. <laughs> <laughs> but me changing that Instagram name was actually my declaration that I'm creative. It was me stepping into the fact for myself that I was creative. And even for me, it, a lot of me stepping into my creativity had a lot to do with my relationship with Christ. And even the concept that God created the world meant that he was a creator and if I'm made in his image I'm naturally creative and that was mind-blowing for me mm -hmm. because I was like oh I'm literally wired for creativity and then to your point whether or not you work that muscle depends on how creative you can be but I am naturally wired to be creative and so when I shifted into that I could actually let my mind do what it wanted to do and come up with the ideas. It was less about, I have to produce to be creative or I have to, maybe I'm not, maybe I'm not creative anymore. But like you said, there's ebbs and flows, but at the same time, at the very root of things, I'm wired to be creative because I was created by a creator. And so that shift for me really helped change the trajectory of my relationship with creativity because I was no longer resting in my ability to produce. I was resting in the fact that this is what I do. So if something over here isn't all that creative, it's fine. I'll be creative tomorrow because I'm a creative. The fact that as an identity, I can be a creative is not a limiting identity. It's actually a, a foundational place from which to build my life. Right. It's creative is who I am versus what I do. Right. And so if this sucks, then that doesn't mean I'm not a creative person anymore. It just means this idea sucks. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, do you think everyone is creative? I think they have the ability to be creative because I don't think creativity is defined by the way that the mass world defines it. I define creativity as the ability to take the experiences, the things that you're working with and manipulate them in a new way that works for you. To me, that's creativity. So you could be someone who stocks shelves, but thinks of a way to put all of the boxes on a cart so you don't have to keep going back to the back room and you've just been creative. But no one necessarily says that the back room stock worker is a creative. Hmm. I agree. We were at church a couple of weeks ago and we had these big stands for the cameras and I was over here doing the heavy labor of just carrying them. And one of the guys on the team said, why don't we just find a cart? And I was like, you're a genius. <laughs> uh, now, some people would just say, yeah, there's just working smart, not hard, which it is. But you thought outside of the box. You thought outside of what was given to you, and you 
manipulated your circumstances for something and created something that was more favorable. And that is creativity to me. And I think that we all do have that in us. I don't think we all express it or work it or decide to acknowledge it. But yeah, I do think that, like Tay said, we're made in God's image and Mm -hmm. he is the ultimate creator. And so we do have that in us. It just... For whatever reason, I think there's so many different things as to why we don't express it sometimes. This is a working definition. Would you agree with or expound on or change the statement that creativity in its essence is challenging the status quo? No, I think that's pretty solid. Because I was going to say it was pretty much the same thing. It's just not settling for your circumstance, but that is in a way challenging the status quo. So... Yeah, I think it's just using what you have in whatever environment you're in to tweak it in a way that makes something better than what it was. The only thing I would change about that statement would be that creativity in its essence changes the status quo. It's not creativity if you don't actually do it. Like, you can't just say, oh, you should, because that would be challenging the status quo. But when you actually take the steps to do, you have then changed what has been the standard. And that is creativity. So you would say that you have to work it out or you have to actually do it. It's hard because then you get into the notion of ideas. But that's what I mean, though. You can't just say there should be a better way. That's challenging the status quo. But if you formulate the idea to say this could be the better way, you've now changed. If I say there should be a better way to put my mask on this table, that's challenging what is normal. If I say, it'd be cool if we had a bank of things that everybody could put their mask in, and now I've changed it, even though I haven't made anything. But it's still the difference between passive and active. That. So would you say that consultants are passive creators? I think they're catalysts. Dan Allender talks about how hope is directly connected to imagination. Mm -hmm. Because if you can imagine a better future, then you can take those active steps to move forward. But I've experienced this where I am unable to imagine a different future other than the hell I'm sitting in right now. So without being able to have the energy or the gumption, I guess, to even do the passive Mm -hmm. action of this, which is challenging the status quo, like a consultant then feels like a friend coming alongside and being like, I know you can't see past where you are right now, but I can, and I'm going to hold that for you until you can. So the passive nature of it is, this is very nuanced now, but this is the difference between being a creative and executing creativity. Because if I think everyone is creative, the passive version of that is that you're not actually walking in creativity, but you're still a creative Like, you're still creative by nature. But if you don't have the gumption or the will or if you can't imagine right now, in that sense, you're not being creative. It's the active part of the phrase, but you're still the noun creative. You're just not walking in creativity. And so creative consultants, in that sense, are walking in creativity because though they aren't the doers, they are, like Joyce said, they are the catalysts for doing they are the idea generator so we're then talking about ideas Mm -hmm. and ideas feel to me like imagination 
do you think creativity and imagination are synonymous? Are they different? How do they relate to each other? I think imagination influences creativity. It's like a square rectangle, but creativity can happen in some ways without imagination. The person who thought we should get a cart for this might work in a job where they have carts for everything. Did you really imagine something or did you pull from resources you already had to come up with a creative solution? And when I think of imagination, I think of something that doesn't yet exist. I think of not pulling from what does exist and manipulating it, that I think is creativity. But pulling from what doesn't exist, like that time capsule, that's imagination infused into creativity. Is it context specific? What is that? How do you because mean that? when I think of imagination and the cart story, there was not yet a cart in that context. I don't put imagination in context. In context of the world, a cart exists and we have a cart. Sure, but my skeptic comes up against doesn't yet exist and says, I don't know if there's anything that does not yet exist. In that function. So maybe context is, is the right word. I do a lot with broadcasting. And when I think about how we've set up our broadcast studio, none of the tools themselves were new. But the ways in which we put them together, I've yet to see someone do it that way for our size, for our context. What I imagined in my head for what that broadcast studio would look like, I imagined within the bounds of realism. And so I guess to change my definition is, when I say does not exist, I'm not saying doesn't exist in the world. I'm saying those things don't currently go together. So a couple of months ago, I was uber depressed mm -hmm. and I could not imagine a different future. Mm -hmm. I do horrible when I feel stuck and somebody came alongside me and said, hey, you're not actually stuck. What if you tried something different? And so then I changed my context and the context where I was then changed Your ability my to own ability to imagine a different future. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm, I'm hung up on the verbiage of does not exist. Right. It might not be present with me in this present moment. I think that, yeah, that's probably a better way of putting okay. what like I mean. The TV studio, the broadcast studio did not exist at all, but you knew what your product was going to be. Mm -hmm. You knew the basic steps and you could imagine how everything would work together. Mm -hmm. But then creativity came in and how you actually made everything work. Exactly. Okay. That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> So imagination is like dreaming up the plan and then creativity then is working the plan. Ish. Ish. To use that same line of thought, imagination is dreaming the possibility. Creativity, even in the idea stage, is going through the steps to, is that actually going to work? So imagination is passive and even passive creativity is active compared to imagination. Is that... Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> We're going so abstract right now. I was just like, wait, hold up. This is yeah, what happens when you put three creatives in a room. I can agree with that. I don't think they're necessarily correlated, though. I think mm. that you can imagine things, or I think that you can create things and be creative in certain ways without exercising imagination. I agree with that. That was a square rectangle thing for me. 
this is one of those conversations where I learn as I'm in the conversation. So I can think, I'll, probably later today, I'll have a different answer. And I might be like, that was not the right answer. Because even as I say that, I'm like, can you be creative without imagining something? Yes, yes, you can be creative. But I don't think you can imagine anything without creativity. I think you can create without imagination, but you, I don't think you can imagine without creativity. I can problem solve even if my soul is dead. Yes. Yes. But it, it'll be next level if I'm able to actually engage my imagination and have hope that things could be a different way than what they are now. Yeah. And you can problem solve if your soul is dead. That's creativity without imagination. But in order to have that hope and that imagination, you do need to bring that problem-solving nature into this space of things that does not currently exist in your context. This is so good. Because then it's like the question, is problem-solving even creativity or is it just problem-solving? Is it simply logic? And you're just manipulating the different things that are at your disposal. But that's the key of creativity. It's problem-solving with things that are not at immediately at your disposal that cart wasn't in the room so if it was right next to us it would just be simply logic Mm. to say there's a cart right there i think that's where curiosity comes into play (laughs) because problem solving (laughs) with curiosity then is looking at it and saying hold up something doesn't quite make sense i wonder so then is simply logic-based solutions are those only dealing with math and science no i have my pilot's license and one of the things that is so key are checklists and when you know your checklists when you know these are the five steps i have to do before i can land this plane those are not creative problem solving actions but the creativity then comes in when, like, just think about Sully and how he landed the plane in the Hudson River. The creativity came in with how he handled the situation. I agree, but I'm being ridiculous right now by entertaining the idea that somebody could say that was just a logical outcome. I think logic for me is is when there is a particular method of step A, B, C, D, E, like there are five steps to land a plane. That to me is logic. So are you saying in that case with Sully that if he read a manual and it said, hey, if something gets stuck in the engine or whatever it is and you have to land this plane, land it in the Hudson River, it would just be straight logic and not creativity. Okay. If if all of his steps were written in the manual as this is what happens when this thing... (laughs) How deep do we want to go with this? You see what I'm saying? Because it's like... Because you're trained on those procedures. You are trained on emergency landings. So then, okay. But so he was, he executed creativity because he aborted logic to land in the Hudson River. No, he still followed logic because you train in simulations for events like that. So the question is, was he creative? My question is, (laughs) this is crazy. So my question would be then, did the people that created the checklist, albeit logical and maybe boring did were they creatives they had imagination and creativity in my opinion to create logic yeah because they had to consider how many different contexts things would have to happen in 
Yo. So what's interesting is we say logic as though it's the antithesis of creativity, but it takes creativity to create logic. So logic is the building blocks of creativity. No, creativity is the building blocks of logic. Oh my goodness, this is great. So here we are. Creativity and imagination are all around us. Yet I so often forget that they're a huge part of my everyday existence. Because of creativity, I now have Lego towers that hold my Sharpies and pens, and I'm very proud of them, not gonna lie. We have roads to drive on. Heck, we have cars that get us places. Creativity is everywhere if we'd only take the time to notice. If you're anything like me, I'm assuming you've got questions, opinions, or comments. I would absolutely love to hear them. Let's start a discussion on the Here We Are Facebook page. What does creativity mean to you? How do you help your creativity stay sharp? If you've got a story you'd like to share, I would love it if you'd call the Google Voice Mailbox at 312-620-0567 and tell me all about it. Thanks to Taylor and Kevin for letting me podcast with you, to Lisa for the logo, and for all y'all. Every time I see one of you respond or interact with me, it truly warms my heart, and I'm so grateful for that. If you like what I'm doing, please share this podcast with someone in your life who fuels your creativity. And if you want to go a step further and do more, you can join my support tribe on Patreon. You can start at a Sassy Squirrel level or an Inspired Impala or upgrade to a Curious Caribou, the Loyalist Llama, or even the Holy Grail of them all. Holy guacamole. Just go to patreon.com slash here we are the podcast. You can also follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Search for here we are the podcast. If you'd like to go old school ish and send me an email, you can find me at you guessed it. Here we are the podcast at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to hear from you all. And as always, don't forget that curiosity wins and the world needs more nerds. <laughs>